Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I pick up on the beat, pick up, pick up on the beat, pick up on the beat, Hello and welcome to Two in the Think Tank, the show where we try and come up with five sketch ideas. My name is Alistair George William Chumley Birchall and I am here. And my name is Andy. Present. I am very much the present day Andy. Yeah, yeah, and I thought I'd also say present in uh, uh, because Christmas is coming up. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but isn't it always coming up? Yeah. Here was the thing I thought of the other day. Um, you know, you, you know, I've, you, you've you've heard me before my disdain for the centuries method of talking about the past. I believe we've talked about it on the podcast. That's Alistair. right. Well, I was thinking recently. Now, just just can we just summarize the centuries method for talking about the past? That's where you go. You say, oh. That happened in the nineteenth century, and then you go nineteenth century. Wait, that so means that means minus one. Minus, take away one. So that that's means 18, happens in the eighteen hundreds. Eighteen hundreds. Okay. okay. Oh, great. Well, let's yeah. continue with this conversation. Great. So, um, I was thinking that instead of feeling anger towards a thing, uh, and like and just, the century like, method, like the century <laughs> method, and just carrying around this hate like that. Why Which blights you every day. Yeah. Why fight it? And I thought I would make something even worse, which is what I've created, what I've called the the decades form of talking about history. <laughs> you know, oh, I believe that happened in the two hundred and tenth decade. And then you go decade minus one. Nineteen nineties. <laughs> Oh, those are really good. <laughs> but, well, then the, but then you can keep going, can't you? To the da- to the days and the... I mean, the days is infinitely worse. Uh, yeah. The, 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 oh, then there's so ma- much internal mathematics. The calculations you need to get oh. out of. <laughs> I mean, even is years... Years is... Because that would be the other 2,000th. Two th- th- thousand and one year, yeah, well, yeah. That's which, which too easy. to a certain extent, people already do. My grandfather was one of those people who insisted that the millennium hadn't started until two thousand and one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was a real. Those people were a real bummer on on January nineteen ninety nine and thirty first. Yeah, I didn't say that date in the right <laughs> order. Um, but yeah, a while yeah. So. That's a kind of a fun idea, but but I I don't know how you make it a sketch where you're See, but, you're, you're putting more internal mathematics into your method of saying things. But do you think it's possible that those people who who referred to the millennium starting in two thousand and one that yeah. you know I think like nineteen ninety nine the New Year's Eve parties, if you care enough about decades to correct people on that, you're probably still having a fantastic time at that New Year's Eve party, right? Because like. That's yeah. you're never going to get a better time in your life. 
That's true. When you, whenever you, when are you gonna like? If you're the kind of person who likes to correct people on when the millennium starts, there was only really one day <laughs> where that was exciting, and that was That's... December thirty first, two thousand. Nineteen ninety. It's hard to say dates, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> See, December twenty thirty first. Oh yeah, I was I was like January thirty one, two thousand ninety nine. Um, yeah, dates are hard. So especially when yeah yeah I think that that's really fun uh, idea as a sketch about how it was. That, like that that was a great time to be a pedantic. Yeah. Yeah, it was a golden age for pedants. Yeah. And and like maybe even I think it would be nice to interview people and like almost do like a, a where are they now, okay? It's a where are they now segment, mm-hmm. right? But it's about sort of generic types, okay? Yep. So instead of like where are they now, um, Eddie Slaven, footballer, former footballer, it's like where are they now, the people who used to tell you that the millennium didn't really start until 2001, okay? Yeah. And... And then we just make a generic person and we go and we follow them. And like, so what's, what are they up to now? Probably little pedantry type things. Um, um, uh, techni- technically, there's 365.2 days, days in a year. year. And then and, but for them, it's not nearly as much fun, right? Yeah. We can see that their life has clearly gone downhill since this point. Yeah. And they're just trying to get back a little bit of that, that thrill. Yeah. Technically, yeah. Yeah, no, I would say like, yeah. uh, actually, uh, see, the, sad, the sad thing is that millennia, you know, changes of millennia, they really only come around, you know, every... What is it? No, 500, 500 thousand, thousand years. Thousand. They only come around every thousand years, so... Millennium. I mean, it's gonna, I'm going to have to wait a while if I... Yeah. Before it gets that good again. Yeah. Oh. Is it every two, one thousand or two thousand? Nine hundred ninety-nine. Ninety point two six. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, technically, every year, uh, a year gets shorter by a few milliseconds. So, what about what? what then we could also in this. Where are they now? Include a little bit of bit of footage of their like millennium party at. In yeah, two thousand. You know, well, that's what I think. Yeah, seeing them walking around and on on, on the on, on the New Year's party, totally. Like just having the best time. Oh, woo! <laughs> Millennium versus start to next year. <laughs> You're all uninformed. Yeah. Not in, uh, but the, but then that but that they also then held themselves a a new Millennium party. On December thirty first, two thousand. Yeah. Right, and that was very sparsely attended. Yeah, but but they were having a really good. They're still enjoying themselves. You know that actually, and then they mentioned. But there know, was no one to correct. Because nobody came. Nobody. Yeah, that's right. Because they'd already had their millennium party, um, and then he he mentions that Prince actually was a a pedant. <laughs> And it was this, the the we're gonna party oh, like it's nineteen ninety nine. That's why he was having such a good time. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> and so that's what that's he wrote that song. He's like, people, you're celebrating for the wrong reason when you're, you know, when when you're when you're singing that song. That yeah. was written for us. Um, he's a Jehovah's Witness. He would know the details of you know the very, fact that the Lord was actually born in the year zero. It was very not important the year to him. One is that right? 
Oh, I can't remember. Or the year one, not the year zero. Oh, fucking hell. I hate this. It was born in the year zero, I believe. I think that's what we're all born No, but in I think it was the year one. Isn't that why 2001 is the, is the, new, is the start of the new millennium? I think that's why. Oh. He was born at zero, but in the year one. Oh, so but he, so he wasn't born at one years old on the year zero. zero. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, like there's some people, like because I had a girlfriend at one point. There's some people that... that, anyway, that, that you had a girlfriend yeah, at one point? I had a girlfriend. There's some people who, who think... Pod. I think there's some people in the world, maybe within certain cultures, but I don't think it's everybody within that culture. It could be just this person's mother. Right? <laughs> um who think that when you're born, you are one. Yep. And so at one point, I had this girlfriend, and she goes, I just spoke to my mom. It was her birthday. And she just told me, like, rather than I'm 29, she just told me I'm 30. And I went, what? <laughs> <laughs> because because her mom had been counting wrong or well, had started counting it. Wait. Well, that that she had been counting like everybody else for most of her life. Yep. But... She had realized that, oh, no, you're one when you're born. And so then added another year to her life when she was 29. And so she went, you're 30. And she uh. goes, what? <laughs> because that would, you know, especially in those years, that's a very, it's very crucial to be making the most of every one of those years because you, mm. you, you, turning 30 at least feels momentous in, in, in you know, in, in terms of, uh, you know, the passage of time and how, that's how, that's the point when I kind of went, all right, well, it looks like these years are not going to stop rolling in. I guess uh, just uh, accept that death is hurtling towards me, and uh, I will, uh, I'll, I'll so just make real, my peace with it. Real crisis for you, real, real turning point. Well, it was, it was a moment of acceptance, really. I think this, uh, this segment, yeah. where are they now, sort of generic mm-hmm. character type, where are they now, yeah. um, would be fun to follow with other different types of people, you know? Other um, kinds, so not just pedants? Not just pedants, but like, you know, other people from throughout your life, you know, be they like, mm. a, but but it needs to be a specific type of person. The sure. pedant is a really great example because they're quite specific type of people, almost by definition. But mm-hmm. I think, you know, we did a sketch for Australia Get It Up Here with the schoolies guy yep. who was still living on the Gold Coast trying to live out schoolies even though he had, you know, mm. kids. Yeah. Like in a way, that is that same kind of thing of like, where are they now? Guy who loved schoolies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about like when you were in high school? Was there ever a girl in your year when you were like sixteen who you may have liked, but she was dating a guy who was thirty-two? <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> not that I know of, but yes. But yeah, go on. And so. First of all, it's just, that's weird for me now being like, oh, well, I've just left 32. But like kind of going, wow, this is how old that guy was. <laughs> I'm old enough to date the girl I was into yeah. when I was 16. Yeah. And and so, but what about, yeah, what what happens to those guys? Do they just keep dating? Yeah, great. Okay, so, well, where are they now? Guy who was dating a much younger, you know, like, do you want to do a where are they now, the guy? Do you want to do a where or, are they now... The couple? Yeah, either the couple or it ends up being where are they now, the girl, and then she for some reason keeps dating, shifting dating people who are twice her age. (laughs) 
And so now she's 33 and she's dating a guy called, uh, you know, who's like 66 years old. Lionel. Yeah. And so she just, she's just got a weird uh, mathematical quirk in, in her brain. A quirk about her. Quirk about her. Um, it's like dating two 33-year-old men. But she's just not into polyamory. <laughs> she... He's got all the wisdom. Two just, men half his age. Just men don't mature as fast as women, you see, and mm. that's why she's got to do this. Because mm. every time, she's maturing at twice the rate. If of, she was maturing at twice the rate, presumably she would grow out of this fad of hers a lot quicker. Oh, it's a fad. No, well, Andy, that's a really immature thing to say, and mm, and, yeah. and she would tell you that. And uh, she just, maybe once you're 66, you'll understand that. Anyway, is that a type of person? Is it, or do you think that that's too dumb? Do you think that a 100-year-old woman, then, is as mature as a 200-year-old man? I would say so. Wow. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah, but do you ever notice that once you get roughly at 95... <laughs> right. <laughs> Right. 94, 96, yeah, you know, I, I've been spending, that area, yeah, the mid-90s. Yeah, I've been looking at a lot of these kind of like centenarians kind of people. Right? Centenarians? These, yeah, centenarians there, these people who are over 100 and, you know, like the super centenarians. You know that 95 isn't over 100. No, no, I know. But I reckon it's once you hit about 95, right, the facial feature that starts changing the most is that your eyes start getting smaller. Really? Yeah. Starting, oh, especially like... About one fifteen, right? You are looking through <laughs> peepholes, like you are really, you know. And then your voice starts going real, like, oh, I don't know, I don't know anything. Yeah, anymore. and you and you start talking a lot about your diet. People become very interested in what you've been eating all oh, your life. I I find it so like I know I know that this is basically their like the whole point of living to 115, 116 so is that, that people you, want to know what you, you eat every you, day. You get on the news, right? This is your moment, right? You've yep. lived all this time, you've outlived your family, everybody you love is dead, right? <laughs> but this is what it was all about, right? Yep. You get there and somebody goes, "What's your secret?" And then you get to say whatever you want. Yeah, that right? is your one time to like Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah. So, like, do you reckon it would be worth living to? Uh, <laughs> this is gonna. This is gonna be gross. Yeah. I'm gonna regret saying this. This okay. is gonna go on Andy's list of regrets, right? Yeah. Live to like 120. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> and the interviewer comes along. He's like, "What is your secret? What did you?" Pete, you say every day, I ate your mum's pussy. <laughs> Andy. Andy. Do you think, I think, do you think it's worthwhile living, living to 120? 120. <laughs> for, for, that the, bit. for that joke. Like you see, he doesn't actually want to live to 120. It's just, just for a been joke. Holding on, he's been holding on, and it's hard. We don't know what gives him this inner strength. No one else in our family has lived this long, but every day he, I, I ask him in the morning. He says, "I'm not ready. I'm holding I'm on. Holding, holding on." And he just has this fire in his eyes, in his tiny, shrunken eyes. I wish I knew what it was that made him want to just keep living. Mr. Johnson, the, 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 uh, the reporters from the news are here. 
apparently the previous oldest oh, person oh, alive no. just died. <laughs> they want to know your oh. secret. <laughs> Are the cameras running? <laughs> okay. Ask me the question. <laughs> and then they, they, you know, they yell, and you know, they, they always yell in there, Mister Johnson. <laughs> what's your secret? <laughs> My secret. <gasps> I'm. Uh, oh God, the moment it's finally. Oh, <laughs> uh, um, I mean. It's a pretty good prank, right? Yep. Is it a prank? Would you call living to 120 a prank? Yeah, I would say so. Um, I recently thought it would be funny as a joke to just take 20 years off drinking alcohol. As a joke. Yeah, I get it. I think... Uh... <laughs> I mean, you've, you've, you've successfully given up alcohol for shorter periods of time. Uh, and I, you know, I didn't, I didn't find that funny, but I guess it's like anything, you know, it comes around. You just need a little bit more time for the, for the comedy to, to kick in, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, you know, I was thinking about keeping on drinking for 20 years for a joke. Yeah. We'll see. Well, that's good. And, and I think because it's We'll see who gets a bigger laugh in 20 years time. Yeah, well, I don't know why I think it's a joke, but maybe I just thought because I want to drink, um, and then I'm not doing it as a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the joke on? You? Maybe alcohol. Alcohol? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, that's good. You know, sometimes it's just, you know, uh, you, you don't have a specific target, you just have a, uh, you just spraying uh, omnidirectionally. I'm, I think, I'm thinking of starting to quit alcohol. So from now on, whenever you see me, I'm yeah. going to be quitting alcohol. Okay. So that'll mean that I talk about it a lot, about how yeah. I'm quitting alcohol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of the time you'll see me having my last drink, uh, you oh. know, which is an important part of quitting alcohol. Absolutely. You know, like, this is the last one. Yeah. You know? And I'll be quitting alcohol so much, I'll probably have six or seven last drinks in a night. Sort of a bit like, uh, you know, Farnsey. Doing his retirement tour once yeah, again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The last time. Yeah. Yep. Um, remember when that was like almost a tired? It was like a tired joke. Yeah. Yeah. That he's oh he's doing his retirement tour again, but now like he's kind of been away now for long enough, and now he's come back and he's looking proper old now. <laughs> and now he's like you know he comes back and he's doing a show with like Olivia Newton John. Yeah, like yeah. And you yeah. go, oh, I might leave him alone. Please, please let this be the last time. Yeah. <laughs> could, 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 maybe he'll come back and he'll do a retirement show called Please Let This Be The Last Time. <laughs> please, to God, I don't, I don't want to have to do this again. I just, I hadn't put away aside enough uh, superannuation. Yeah. And this time I'm, look, I'm, this time I'm putting it all on that. Yeah. Trust me, I've, I've, I've changed my ways of being much more sensible with the income from this touring now. My overheads used to be really high. I'm uh, doing my. <laughs> could could you could you re- refresh your John Farnham, you know, constant retiring joke? Yeah. By saying, uh, "I'm I promised I'd stop doing that joke." 
you know. <laughs> sure. Yeah. But I, I keep bringing it back. Could you do? Could you do your first tour multiple times, as a, you know, as a performer? You go, and I'm coming to America <laughs> for, for the, the first, first time. time. Well, I want to be a, you know, I think I think a lot of people want to be able to, um, you know, get the the best newcomer award at the comedy festival, and that's a thing that you only get. Yeah. You only get that opportunity once. Oh man, they should there should be awards for the most, like sort of middle of the road, <laughs> like mid mid career high uh, kind of. You're like, de- like yeah, you're definitely halfway through your career now. What about <laughs> <laughs> what about just like an award for somebody who's peaked? Like it's not the best mm. show, it's not the you know it's not the worst, but like everybody. Maybe voted by the the comedians or the audience or whoever. Maybe just by me. Yeah. And I just give out an award to say, it's not the best, it's not the worst, but this is probably as good as you are going to get. Yeah, the the plateau award. The plateau, and it's just a platter. Yeah. It's just a, a plate. A, a plate on top, <laughs> on, like on on top of you know, like it's like a trophy platform with just a flat plate. A plate on, on a plinth. Yeah. It's for some reason I was picturing it mounted vertically, but horizontal is much funnier yeah, yeah, and yeah. obvious. Yeah. Of course you would do that. Yeah. Maybe too obvious. Maybe, Maybe too good oh a joke. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. no. Real, this guy know. wouldn't have written it. <laughs> you wouldn't have come up with that. Not at your not oh, at no. your plateau. And that's the problem, is that when the comedy festival itself is writing better jokes than you... Man, I can already think of the first winner of the plateau. Wow. Yeah. Well, well, I'm glad that you probably don't <laughs> want to say it on, on air. Is it me? <laughs> Because I'm definitely in the running at the moment. It's been this years. is the this is the short list. Yeah. The pl- oh. Here's the people that I think that haven't done any improving. If anything, they've uh, slowly been degrading over time. Yeah, with the... you're, you're right. So not not no not degrading over time necessarily. Okay. I don't. Yeah. I think that disqualifies you from the plateau okay. if you start to decline. Getting worse. Yeah. And also, if you're showing any signs of being interested, because this is okay. So this award is different to the the peak award. Right. The plateau is much funnier. Right? Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, you've plateaued. You've found your level. Congratulations! <laughs> Congratulations, and uh, to the next ten to an, to another ten years of, of this. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Many happy returns. Yeah. Uh, like as it, watching your audience die off, yeah, dwindle and get bored, and mm. <sighs> the edgeless award is the is the plate the maybe infinite the, plane award. Maybe the plate is full of liquid like it's full of water just to the brim right to symbolize the fact that you can't disturb this delicate equilibrium right it, because you know there's something <laughs> comfortable comfortable in the in this plateau you, you should be happy with being at the peak don't sure. try and like lift it up because you'll spill you know or, of course or, yeah, yeah, yeah you know you just want to keep that and nice uh, look sure i mean i've I'm sure in the world... Soup? Maybe it's one of those shallow bowls full of soup. Whoa. See, I think in the world of trophy making, you would be a renegade. <laughs> the idea of adding water to right. a trophy... Because that cup is never full of anything, is it? No. They, they, don't, they don't add any liquid. They, they barely add any actual gold. Yeah. You know? And so, I was thinking just then, uh, I, 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 I said it, but I'm going to come back to it. What about for uh, you know? Because I ignored it. <laughs> well, I talked over it, didn't a, I? A little bit, but that's that's also Sorry, yeah. it, it. At the time, it wasn't a complete idea. I think now it's a complete idea. So, so this is the award for somebody who uh, has uh, has no edge whatsoever. Yep. Right. There. I guess there. You would say they're a broad comic. Yeah. Uh, that that is. Why, why they, it's the Infinite Plane Award. 
and it's again it's like a it's like the plateau but the but it's a plane that goes all the way to the edge of the the Existence. universe yeah yeah and uh it, and it, it's got no edge <laughs> i mean does a sphere could you say just a ball or like a sort of a cloud of gas or something i'm just trying to think like of a, something that's a little more practical yeah well um i guess that i guess you could do that Great, um, thanks. Yeah, I guess you could do that too. I mean, I feel like it, it does have an edge because it's the edge of the circle. What are the gas? What about our micro? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, gas? if it was a cloud of gas, yeah. But again, I don't know. <laughs> that's going to expand to fill the available space and that's then we'll true. find a limit. It finds yeah. its but own I, limit. I think, I think most of. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The gases on Earth, even though there, there are no limits on Earth, they still kind of stay within Earth's orbit. They do. Yeah. Which is good of them. Although apparently helium, yeah. like you, you, it, it just ascends to the outer atmosphere and off into space. Oh, Jesus. I think. So oh, is Earth okay. getting lighter or would it be getting heavier? Because <laughs> we're losing all our helium. Yeah. <laughs> do you think eventually Earth, after all the helium is left, will sort of just sink down to the floor and just sort of roll around just... there a bit tragically? Oh, that'd be great if you... I mean, that feels like something you could write for a kid's story that that um, that space has a, f- a, fl- a floor or a bottom. Yeah, yeah. What's down at the bottom of space? Ooh, I bet you go down there. And dust. S- and, and I could like creepy crawlies, would you say? I could be some creepy crawlies. Maybe some, maybe some coins. Ooh. <laughs> what would space coins look like? Big? <laughs> <laughs> I think the Plateau Award yeah. is a is a is a sketch. Okay. Um <clears throat> and maybe even uh you know once again they could, we 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 could find ways to flesh out this this universe. You could have your infinite plane award in there if you want. Um although I feel like the infinite plane award is from a really a considerably more conceptual awards ceremony. Yeah, you're right. You know, but the 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 the, the plateau. I mean, you know, while we're there conceptual award ceremony is a sure. You know. Um, I guess you. This is kind of a separate idea, but you could you could picture like a, I guess you, you either like a you know one of those school reunions where they give out a whole lot of awards for people. I've like I've never everyone been, gets yeah everyone something. gets an award, but where it gets quite weird like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, oh, the most uh, so you get the award for. Uh, uh, eyelid blinking the fastest. Okay, look, I didn't really, you know, I was really grasping for uh, anything. That's all right, and I didn't help you at all. You were probably thinking, you were probably thinking about something else. Yeah, I was actually. What were you thinking about? Uh, let's see. I was thinking about maybe when the universe ends. Yeah. If there was an award ceremony. Oh, uh, so that'd be good. You know. Sort of a you know, after, afterwards and how that would be the worst thing I could imagine. 
you know, because I feel like it would go on for a really, really long time. Yeah. I remember my graduation ceremony from university was one of the worst times of my life. Really? Because it just never seemed to end. Yeah. And it was all so pointless. Are you still there now? In a way. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trapped. Because because it keeps coming back to me as well and tormenting me. And they played organ music in between each of the little segments. And that seemed to also go on forever. Like organ music to me is sort of the musical equivalent of reading out graduation names. It's yeah. just meaningless garbage. And seems repetitive and yet boring and, well, but also un, unfollowable, unenjoyable. Oh, you're just describing the music of the doors right there. The doors. They have organs. Oh yeah. Anyway, uh, I thought I thought you were, I thought you were saying the drones. For some um, reason, I, doors sure. meant to drones. I have no head. idea who the drones are. But, That's all right. They're cool. Um, they're cool. Great. Yeah. I so do you think that we should do an award ceremony at the end of the universe? Yeah, I I think there's something in that. Uh, as a part of the same thing, or as a different idea? Uh, I think I think as a different idea because I well certainly the plateau I don't think. Um, works in that context because I don't know if it's possible to plateau after the universe has ended. You know, that would certainly be a, a spike in your career one direction or the other. Yeah. Um, I think what, what would be nice about the award ceremony is that you would you would meet up with all the civilizations that you didn't get to see, you know, during your That's time true. alive. You know? Yeah. Oh, and that would be amazing if like, you know, because there'd be people who on earth would think they were the best at something, mm. right? And it's like when you're the best at your primary school, yeah. right? And you're like, and then you go to the state finals and you're just blitzed because you went to a shit primary school yeah. and you were actually shit. You were, right? It turns out that you're, you're shit. Actually you shit. go from being the best to being a complete What it would be like fraud. if we went to this wor- this this universe Jambor- uh, award it's ceremony. It's like a jamboree. All of Earth sitting there at one big round table, like we're all getting excited for yeah. each, you know, each award that comes up. Like, this will be us, so this will be us. Yeah. Uh, it'll be like uh, best uh, two uh, bipedal uh, <laughs> mammal. Um, um. With with hair brown hair and blue eyes, uh, goes to uh, uh, called Z- called Winston Churchill. Called Winston goes to Zion three six four, <laughs> also known as Winston Churchill. Winston Churchill planet. <laughs> I, I think I, I think the end of the universe award ceremony and yeah. all of Earth sitting at the table and then realizing that we weren't even the best at at being us, you know, that like oh, yeah. the things that we thought were our defining features. Mm. There were hundreds of civilizations who did that so much better. Yeah, that's like that idea where I always think that if it's lucky that there's nobody else that's me because I don't think I would be as good at being me as them. <laughs> that's a really funny <laughs> idea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Be the best you you can be. Oh, I don't know. Sounds like be. a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, I'd be worried that the, you know I'd meet someone else who was being me and being better, and yeah. I'd be like, oh, I don't know what it takes. I just didn't want it enough. Yeah, look, um, I really like that idea. All of Earth at one table. Yeah. Round table. It was a round table. Yeah. It, was, it was actually. King Arthur's table and really squished in. Really? Oh, that'd be the worst. Come on, scooch. Scooch. Scooch in. Just everyone move out a little. Move the circle out. What's that what does it say in primary school? Spread the circle. Bring this move the circle out. Bring the circle in. 
Yeah. Bring for me for me it kind of felt like the this award ceremony is kind of a bit like a scout jamboree. Have you uh, been to a scout jamboree? I went to one scout jamboree. Really? Yeah, and you go camping and then there's all the other scout Where was your jamboree? Canada. No, oh, I went to one in Queensland. Really? Yeah, in Springfield, Queensland. Really? Oh, mm. did you know when they released this, the, 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 the Simpsons movie, every place called Springfield got a big pink donut <laughs> to put on display? Wow. Yeah. Because I went, I went to a very, very small town like that had like under 100 people in New Zealand. Had a big pink donut? Big pink donut. <laughs> it was a big day. It was a big day for Springfield. <laughs> South Island, New Zealand. How big are we talking? Uh, maybe man sized. Wow. And I don't mean like the way that a regular donut is man sized. <laughs> I mean, it was the size of maybe two men rolling down a hill in, you know, holding each other's arms and feet. It's mm. good. Yeah, thank you. That's a, yeah, got a pleasingly infinite quality. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't say that. Um, that's a. Uh, is yes. that a reference to Dave Quirk's bit? Dave Quirk's bit, but yeah. I wasn't talking about the no. them 69ing no. each other. Yeah. Uh, no, of course you weren't. No. No. Why would you? Hey, I think there's something. Yeah. And I'm sorry to bring this back please up, Please do. Alistair. Please, please, please. Regurgitate it. But I think there's something in a, in a, in a really full bowl of soup. Like one of those low bowls, mm-hmm. right, where it doesn't have much of a height to it. Yeah. The curvature isn't, you know. Yeah. And it's just that low sort of parabola. And then, and then you know, it's just you you put got too much soup in there, yeah, and it goes all the way up to the brim. Okay, make a sketch out of that, Alistair. Well, okay. Well, well, what is it? Are they are they trying to develop a bowl like a bowl that's more shallow for a purpose? Is it to anger people? Is it to make people <laughs> feel an emotion? You know, it's well, like a, if, I mean, this sounds like a sad labs <laughs> to me. Yeah. But, <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> we've but, like invented the worst design for a, for a bowl. <laughs> it's really shallow. We want to it's see basically what's the, a plate. The saddest, yeah. <laughs> um, well, it could also be like a like you know like a an, an you know like a chef like a you know right. What's his name there? Like you know, Heston Blumenthal. Like a like a Heston, but one of, one one of these ilk one like one of yeah. the, of that ilk yep. where they they want to <laughs> make some people feel a certain emotion and things like that. And right. So they get a bowl of soup. That the bowl is so close to a plate yep. that it infuriates. <laughs> uh, I think. I think it, that's my. Maybe it's it's like because because you know scientifically speaking, mm. um, or you know it's it there's this 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 philosophical conundrum of like what is a heap? You know, language is ambiguous in that. Like, what is a heap? You know, you could have two grains of rice, three grains of rice, four grains of rice. Mm. You know, sixteen grains of rice. At what point does that become a heap? Of rice, yeah. okay. At what point does a plate become a bowl? And if we could invent a bowl that it sits exactly on that boundary between a plate and a bowl, it would yeah. be like a physical paradox, which would like mm. possibly. I mean, what would that do to the human brain if you were presented with you know soup in a in a paradoxical bowl? You're, you're smashing categories together. Mm. Uh, well. I, I believe that that's what you'd want to witness. You'd want to witness. I think you know where it would all have to be. It would all have to be in that, in that ridge. You know, it's all in the ridge because because in order for it to remain a plate, yep. it would have to stay flat pretty much. But in that ridge where it goes from bottom of the plate to that to the edge to of the, the plate, lip. yeah, it's just that is just that tiny bit bigger than a, your average plate. Yeah, 
right? Yeah. And it's enough to hold what you would, th- you know, what you would consider an acceptable amount of soup. Because I mean, you still have to be serving. <laughs> but a... but what if what if it's so low that like you can't even get the spoon in? You know, like mm. the, to to get the spoon in, like if the, you sit the spoon down, yep. the soup doesn't even cover the spoon, right? Yeah. Do you think that is, is sort of maybe the defining level? But then that brings into the question: What is a spoon? What is a spoon? Yeah, and and. Could could the spoon somehow be somewhere between a spoon and a knife, <laughs> <laughs> or you know, spoon and just like a cake lifter, just like mm. that flat? In many ways, yeah. In many ways, that's already what a cake lifter is—is is somewhere between a spoon, a and, spoon a knife. and a knife. Yeah, it's a serving spoon knife. Uh, well, look, a I'm serving gonna... spoon knife. Um, serving spoon knife. So, am I writing this? Down? This is like a. Yeah, think, well, well, yeah, it's but but could, could we? It, it'll be within like a like a conceptual. Yeah, well, chef I mean, kind of from the point of view of a a, a chef, you know, they, they they must take, I imagine, at this point, a perverse pleasure in finding new ways to serve people small amounts of food, right? Because you go to a fancy restaurant, and it's it's such a cliche to complain about the portion size or to be like it was delicious but the portions are so small and to like have that visual thing of like this plate seems enormous the tiny little pyramid of asparagus froth and yeah. um meat cubes is 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 so tiny on this plate yeah right there there'd be a um you know that they'd be looking for new ways in which they can irritate people with with the way in which they present these tiny portions. Mm. I think a bowl that had like a really wide sort of top lip, because you know how sometimes you get those two gradation bowls, right? That go in a bit sort of diagonally and then the bowl. Mm. You know, if you could have one that goes in diagonally and then has a tiny little dimple at the bottom and that's where the soup is. And maybe even it's impossible to get your spoon into into that dimple. Oh, that's good. Or You'd have to just stick your tongue in. <laughs> you can dip the base end of the spoon in and like lick yeah. it off. Um, yeah, and but I think also it would be, it would be fun to hear just the uh, the chef talking about the theories behind them. Yeah, and then cutting to the shots of just people reacting. Like if let's say like like we know his idea was to make a a, a bowl that is so plate like or a plate that is so. Yeah. Or like that it blows people's mind and then it just goes to people, like it just the they're just of, like frozen there not yeah or, but people just going <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe people actually having like aneurysms like people yeah going like, oh, that, and they fall and I think that's great like if there. it's such a paradoxical item or mm. you know people who are like don't know whether to go for the spoon or for the knife or you know like mm. the, or the 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 fork. <laughs> yeah, something. Yeah, something that's that's like the food is soup-like enough that you should need a. Yeah, you should need right. a spoon. And the bowl, there's no. Yeah, but it, but it's it's also granular. Yeah, and so you should probably go for a fork. I don't know. Yeah, I I I love that finding yeah. that exact thing, the combination yeah. of your you know the both the bowl gives you no it gives no hints, right, and the and. <laughs> And also, the contents of the bowl doesn't tell you what you should be reaching for sufficiently. Yeah, yeah I like that. And and if anything, just having to pick what utensil is... That's the experience, <laughs> right? That's the meal. It's the choice. Yeah. 
It's a delicious meal of choices. We all must make a choice in life every day to keep living. And in this way, you know, the... That's a genuinely quite good uh, Werner there for a second. For a second. There might have been like... Yeah. You could pick it out of the middle of one of those syllables. I find it disgusting, (laughs) but I love it. Maybe he's a chef who who dresses all in black and has a black chef's hat. And his skin is black. Oh, wow. (laughs) Imagine. (laughs) I think we've we've solved the casting. Uh, We're at the end there. Have we come up with five sketch sketch ideas? ideas? Have we come up with five sketch ideas? We've got a series of Where Are They Nows, uh, which is looking back at the people... Uh, you know, in your life, uh, who and and w- where are they up to? For example, this pedant, uh, who who loved on December thirty first, nineteen ninety nine, to tell people that it wasn't the millennium, it mm. wasn't going to be the millennium. But and where is he now? Now that the like, you know, his life has peaked. Maybe he's got like a, a thing that's like only so and so many more years until the next millennium. millennium. Yeah. Yeah. And I want you to pay pay, pay, pay particular attention that this goes all the way to 3001. <laughs> and not 3000. I'm He's sorry. I just don't get the opportunity the... to tell anybody yeah. about that very often. So yeah. thank you for coming over to my house. <laughs> and then, you know, but please don't leave. Possibly, you know, where are they now? The people who, uh, you know, for example, like the, the girl in your year when you were 16 who dated a guy who was. 32 either where where's the 32 year old now where's the 16 year old mm. is she oh where are you where are you <laughs> <laughs> very good question <clears throat> um, um i'd just like to point out that i just uh, in my little attempt at mathematics mistook the uh, millennium for being 100 years long so if anyone was listening closely enough they will have heard me being a fool oh you see i wasn't listening closely enough good um Living to 120 so that you can tell the news that your secret to long life was eating their mom's pussy. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry about that, everyone. No, I think I think that's genuinely the most the most in-depth sketch-like one that we have today. And I like that. I like that a lot, Andy. Thank you. I mean, it, it was amazing how naughty you felt. Oh, I felt like so that. naughty. Yeah. I'm a naughty that, boy. Like, that the laughter w- that was, in many ways, just a, a guilty... <laughs> You know, yeah, great. Um, then we've got the pl- Plateau Award, where this is at a, a sort of a, it could be a, could be a comedy festival, could mm. be a, could be a, a festival for excellence in architecture. Yep. Um, I don't know why it's a festival, but I mean an award ceremony for excellence in architecture, and then one guy gets the Plateau Award um, for having peaked and then remained exactly the same for years and years and haven't hasn't got any better. It's interesting that for uh, awards, for trophies, we give out cups and we give out plates, but there's no knives and forks. There's no other utensils. There's no, you know? <laughs> there's no bowls. There's no... There's uh, no chance of... Yeah, there's... Oh, there might be some bowls. I think I've seen some oh, bowls. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. But there's no chance of getting a whole, like, set, set <laughs> dining set out of this, no matter how good you are I think... in any field. And that keeps us human, in a way. It reminds you that, you know, there's always... You're never going to be perfect. There's always something to keep striving for. Okay. Well, I'm putting that down as a possible sketch idea. 
You don't think... Where are the award ceremonies giving out these cutleries? Yeah. It's, you you got to get into... Maybe it's actually in utensil making. Uh, wow. So if you want to get the whole set, you got to keep diversifying what you do. Yep. And then suddenly you're like, all right, now i got to start making goddamn cheese graters. No, you know, whatever it is. Like, no, but I'm thinking those cheese slicers, you know, yeah, somewhere yeah, between... Yeah, cheese a, slice. It's kind of somewhere between like a, a cake lifter and a knife. I used to love the cheese slice. Yeah. Well, my 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 dad oh, yeah, bought us one, and we you know I use it very occasionally. But it's well, they're a, just not the right size for a kilo block of cheese. Aren't they? I think they are. They're not wide enough. Uh, Ours isn't. Alistair, why can't you just let me have this one yeah, you thing? You can have it. You can have it. You can have it. Um, uh, award ceremony at the end of the universe, and all you know, all of Earth's at one table, and then you see all the other universe uh, creatures around, and they're all yeah. waiting for their awards. I guess they're they, they you know they're sitting planet by planet. Um, maybe there might be a part of the universe where you know planets are particularly uh, empty, and it's just like one person. Oh, do they still get the same size table, or maybe they put all of those people together on one table? Yeah, you know, because the... they don't really know anyone. Yeah, but maybe maybe that those are for you know. What about like you know suns and things like that that have become conscious? You ever heard about that that idea? That maybe like the plasma within mm. within a, a sun could be could could work like a neural network. I think I've heard that in like science fiction. Yeah. yeah. There you go. So maybe there's a couple of suns there, you know, because they're they're just giant consciousnesses. I think I really I get annoyed a lot by science fiction that is just fantasy. You're like, no, no, this isn't. There's no science in oh, this. Oh wait, so the sun is a is a knight of the Templar. Oh and, yeah, and the moon is a is a is a wizard, <laughs> a dragon rider. Oh, and they're fighting up against the. the this mo- isn't science fiction. You're just saying planets and stuff. All right. Yes, those are in science, but you're using them for fantasy. For fantasy. So, so you're not not allowed. It's not allowed. I'm Andy Matthews. I don't like fun. I don't like it. You can't Stop having no fun. crossing of categories. Your genres. Keep your genres. You got to keep them separated. No, you see, now that's a film noir. <laughs> you can't say that the son is a detective and he's just sitting there and waiting, and then a bloody uh, Jupiter in a nice red dress walks in, and she's got a problem with a red beauty spot just above her lip. Oh, very good. Um, and then we got <laughs> um bowl that is almost a plate. So this is a chef who's blowing minds. <laughs> Uh, so it's a chef that blows minds by category smashing meals by making yeah that that, that uh, <laughs> meals that smash categories and then we have uh you know this person who wants to win the whole dining set of awards and so he has to keep diversifying the the things that he yeah i uh all right yeah great that Look, look, it's Great. not it's not quite there. I mean, yeah, that might not be a whole sketch just yet. All right, but you know, sometimes that's what, when we write down stuff. I don't know if they hey. are entirely sketch. I think maybe from we should start going in a little bit deeper sometimes into sketches. I think sometimes we just scratch the surface. Yeah, we we're like, oh, that's keep... a sketch. That's an idea. Let's get Move moving. On. Yeah, yeah. Because like, we're so... just so happy when we find something. When we find something, 
that we want to leave it we as quickly yeah, as possible. That we don't want to ruin it by by finding well, out details. You look into it too closely, there might be nothing there. Oh, I know, but you can always just have. But we something. leave it ambiguous. You can always just add cunnilingus, be and it'll become funny. <laughs> 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 Thanks for listening to Two in the Think Tank. Uh, if you like this program, why not? Go into iTunes and review it and give it a rating. A and high rating. Maybe, you know, share it on some forum that you attend. Do people still go on forums? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. People are always on forums. You know, go onto people's phones, download it on their phone, force yep. people. Yep. Uh, maybe go to family meetings, play it to all your family, and there then... Maybe create malware that spreads it onto <laughs> other people's computers around the world. Uh, Russia, if you would like to hack into Hillary mm. Clinton's email server and, uh, I don't know, put it on there. We are not above being the mouthpiece <laughs> for, a, for a nation state. <laughs> right? We will do it if it, you know, if it helps. We'll take it. Um, and uh, if, uh, uh, if, if, if you want to follow us on Twitter... Sure. At, at two in tank. At I'm at stupid old Andy, and I'm at Alistair T B A L A S D A I R T B. That is correct. And uh, stupid old Andy, you can spell that yourself. Yeah, you like it. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, uh, thank you so much for listening. Thank you very to the show. much. And we love, love you. you. <laughs> <laughs> Planning for your next trip. Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.